You found a show that will explore how to experience a kingdom lifestyle that is both focused and balanced. Welcome to Live Exceptionally. In a world where we are constantly bombarded with demands on our time and attention, it can be difficult to find the space to truly live our best lives. But what if we could find a way to live exceptionally with a sense of purpose, freedom, and rest? Whether you're a busy professional, a stay-at-home parent, or anyone who wants to live a more focused and balanced life, this show is for you. Join us as we discover how to live exceptionally, finding freedom and rest along the way. Now, let's get into this week's episode of Live Exceptionally with Dr. Yvonne Thompson. And now, part two of Overcoming Fear and Anxiety with mental health advocate and pastor Carol Andrade. We need a new mindset. Uh, how do we, can we cope healthy? How, what are some solutions? What has helped me is to shift my mind. Mm-hmm. When you're under anxiety and depression, your mind tends to see things in a negative way. It is proven, studies have proven that, for example, people with depression, they have a pessimistic outlook. Mm-hmm. I'm ugly. Oh, I want to die. Oh, nobody loves me. Negativity. Right. Pessimism. So you need to shift your mind. No. God loves me. There are people that loves me. I am beautiful. I am a child of God. You learn you have to learn to shift your mind from negative to positive. Also learn to reconceptualize the situations because remember that anxiety and depression stress, fear, they tend to catastrophize mm-hmm. things, make things greater than they actually are. So we need a correct perspective. Do not catastrophize. Even if your problem, if your struggle is big, you have to know that it's not bigger than God. Maybe it's Man. you, but Man. not bigger than God. So that's the correct perspective. Also, I think gratitude is a great, great thing. If you're having anxiety, depression, or any mental health disorder, or you're, or you're having a hard time in life, you need to be grateful. You have to practice gratitude. Okay. This is not working, but what is working? Okay. I don't have this, but what do I have? Focus on the blessing that God has given you. Count your blessings. That's going to help you. That's a good solution. Also, exercise. I need to work on that one. (laughs) Exercise. Exercise is a need. It's not a luxury. Mm. I have proven that in my life. It helps me to cope in a healthy way with stress. With when we feel when we feel like anxious or stressed, working out, going for a run or moving, going for a walk, you name it, just move. Because <laughs> when you sitting on a chair, you're not going to feel better. Right. So we need to work out. We need exercise. Also, a healthy diet. We need to eat healthy. 
that's necessary. Um, journal. That is a discipline tool. Write about how you're feeling. How about how was your day? That cleans your mind. That is very good. Those are great solutions. Exercise, journaling, talking to someone, diet. The the one that sticks out, gratitude. I always am talking about uh, being grateful and thank being thankful. Um, the scripture that talks about um, taking up a garment of praise and exchanging that for a spirit of heaviness, that it's so important. When you talk about asking for help, I feel like that is a powerful one because a lot of times, again, as believers, particularly for leaders, that's not something that we do a lot. People ask for money, like when you need money and you need financial support, but when it comes to, you know, I'm, I'm struggling with a difficult season, I'm being to, to actually say I'm suffering from, from depression or I'm being fearful. You know, I, I find that a lot of people, particularly uh, pastors, they don't do that. How can people, uh, particularly leaders, move past that point of being even afraid to ask for help aside from financial support? How do we ask see you not when I'm struggling? Yeah. Huh. I think you need to be brave enough to do that. You have to be brave. Yeah. To uh, to really ask for help. And to um to renounce to that perfect image. Yeah. That we put the pressure that we need to project in order to people to, for people to follow us, and that's wrong. We don't need to be to have that perfect image of a perfect life, yeah, perfect perfection. God knows that we are humans, yes, and He calls us. He puts us in ministry. Expect that we're going to make mistakes. Amen. Expect that we are going to, we're not going to do everything perfect. That's impossible. And I think that we need to be willing as leaders to remove that barrier. Because I think that that doesn't help anybody. That doesn't help the followers or the leader. Because that's like a barrier. You cannot connect with people like that. With yeah. that barrier, oh, I don't need help. I, I I don't have to ask for help or I am afraid. What I really think is that obviously you're not going to open up yourself with everybody. But you need the correct people. It's like when I was battling, when I was struggling with anxiety and depression, and what I was trying to do it by myself, you know, right. oh, I am a pastor, I am a leader, I can read, I can study books, I, but the Lord told me, hey, you're making your healing journey longer mm. because you're not able right now willing right 
to seek for help from other people that love you. Right. That will cover you. That will strengthen you. Or mental health professional. Is that we have like demonized mm. therapy, psychology, psychiatry. Yeah. We have demonized things. Church has demonized those those things. Right. And that's why people, even pastors, and I have to say, statistics show that pastors suffer greatly from mental health issues. Right. And there's also a very high, high suicide rate. And that's why I asked the question about being, uh, how do they overcome asking for help? Because there is a very high suicide rate among pastors uh, because of this facade of perfection and, you know, that, that's unreal. And so these things that you're talking about are so needed and are just, just simple truths. Yeah. So that's why I love your perspective because it, it opens a door that for God can, can speak about those things in the church. Yeah. As a church, have that, that proper perspective, that correct perspective, because psychology is in the Bible. The more I study psychology, the more I see that psychology is in the Bible. Yeah, all talk the... about counseling too. I'll let you go ahead and talk about counseling being a good option. <laughs> yeah. Psychology is in the Bible. I have, jur I have read uh, journals. I am studying right now a lot about mental health. And the more I read, the more I see that Things that are in the Bible that God said long time ago, psychologists are just discovering those things. But uh, to go back to to therapy, to counseling, we need therapy. It is okay, and I wanna I say this, and I want I want to say this to leaders and to followers uh, of churches or to anyone. It is okay to go to a therapy. It is okay to go to a psychologist. It is okay to go to a psychiatrist. They are the doctors of the soul. If you go to the doctor for a physical issue, why wouldn't you go to the doctor for an issue in your mind, in your soul? Why wouldn't you? But we as a church, we see that, ah, you're having anxiety. Oh, you're not having enough faith. We beat people up. Oh, you're having depression. Oh, you're not reading the Bible enough. You are not praying enough. We tend to judge people very quickly. And then what people do, they just suffer in silence because they don't want the judgment that the church has been given to them. So going to therapy is okay. Seeking for help is okay. Actually, when you're struggling about something and you just open up and speak about it, you, you feel like release. You take a burden out of yourself. Out of yourself, I'm sorry. So I think it's much needed that the church in this season 
change that incorrect mindset that has around psychology, around psychiatry, because we need it. We are humans. We are humans. PTSD, psychosis, anxiety, depressions, and many other mental disorders. They are there, there is a need to go to a psychologist. There is a need to go to a psychiatrist. And that's not a sin. And sometimes the Holy Spirit will tell you, go. Because you need it. How, do you, how does a believer or a leader distinguish between where there might be struggling with anxiety and fear um, and stress and they pray about it, they do these solutions that you've talked about around exercise, diet, um, you know, being grateful, asking for help versus when you really need to go to counseling as another option. Yeah, yeah. That's a very good question. Every one of us experiences from time to time stress, anxiety, yeah, or fear. Because we are human beings, we're having a life, and this life is not easy. It comes with challenges. But when anxiety is not only a feeling of apprehension of or about a future danger, but it is a disorder that's different. Okay. That's different. And that's when you go, you need to go to a mental health professional. Mm -hmm. What is the difference between this feeling of anxiety that any of us can have in the, in generalized anxiety disorder? That's a mental health disorder. That's not just a feeling. That's mm -hmm. not just the feeling of anxiety. It's a disorder that generalized anxiety disorder that is in the manual of uh, mental disorders. So there are different symptoms in that is when you have one that is very important is that you have excessive worry mm. for up to six months yeah and that affects uh your sleep that affects uh your functioning your performance so when you when do you know that you need to go to a mental health professional is that when anxiety is affecting your performance and you start to develop symptoms another symptoms of anxiety like that excessive worrying, excessive rumination that is associated with worrying, uh, fatigue, lack of energy, uh, palpitations, uh, chest pain, etc. Those are, are good. I, I like that distinct distinction between what's a mental order disorder versus just general feelings, because at the end of the day, uh, it's important for us to understand from a health perspective when we actually need assistance outside of what we can do, uh, assistance that we can get from the church and where we need professional help. Um, so as we uh, wind down, 
just share a bit more how these practices, how we can embed these as a lifestyle, these can become habits, you know, because a lot of times I've, I've heard the saying, if you do something for 30 days, that's how it becomes a habit. But we could do it and then fall back and not continue it. So how do we embed these as a part of our lifestyle, the solutions that you, you spoke about so that we can live exceptionally uh, in balance, freedom and rest as believers and live the best life, kingdom life that God has called us to live? Yes. Uh, before answering uh, your question, I want to share a little bit more just sure. of the symptoms of okay. generalized anxiety disorder because that's, I think that's important that people can know how it to is. distinguish just that feeling of anxiety that any of us can have and the difference be between that and generalized anxiety disorder. Good, so very good. That when you have this disorder that is God, generalized anxiety disorder, you have excessive anxiety and worry occurring for more days than not at least for six months. And some of the, th of the symptoms are restlessness, being easily fatigued, difficulty concentrating or, or going or having a, a mind blocking. Your, or your mind go, goes like in a blank state. Irritability, muscle tension, sleep disturbance, and other physical uh, symptoms, as I mentioned, uh, uh, chest pain, panic, panic attacks, etc., that are related with anxiety. But those are the most common uh, symptoms for at least when anxiety is not just a feeling, but it is a disorder. So to, now to answer your question, how can we embed uh, these practices? I have to say this. People prefer a pill than to work for the renewal of the mind. Yes, agreed. Yes, that's awesome. People prefer the quick fix Yes. Then to work and be disciplined. Amen. To get longer and more lasting results for their lives. And I have to say that's wrong. We need to learn to fight this battle. If you're struggling with anxiety, depression, stress, etc., the best way I think to make this a lifestyle because I think that a good lifestyle, a, a healthy lifestyle, Jesus said, I came so that you can have life and life in abundance. Amen. What does that mean? God wants us to have a healthy lifestyle yes. and that has to impact our souls our minds our bodies our spirit that's that that's the life that abundant life that jesus died uh, died for us to have so 
first of all, for we need to be disciplined. Discipline is needed. If you really want to have a mental wellness, a physical wellness, you need to be willing to fight the battle of the mind. Mm -hmm. You need to be willing to, to change your mindset. Because as I explained uh, earlier, when you catastrophize things, when you see things so negative, you activate the sympathetic nervous system, the amygdala, stress comes, anxiety, fear, etc., and that can make you sick for, for long periods of time. But if you have a mindset that says, oh, that looks big, but that is not bigger than God is. That is bigger than me, but that's not bigger than God. I am not alone. He can fight my battles. I will work with God. That's important. I will work with God because that's another mistake that people do inside the church. They want God to do everything for them. And that's not real. Yes. God will show you how to fight your battles. God will show you how to feel better. Okay. Go working out. How how can we make that a habit? Little by little. Maybe the first day you go for a walk for five minutes. Maybe the next day you make it ten. Mm -hmm. The third day you increase it. And you increase it but you are determined. Oh my body wants to stay here in a chair. But you, that's not the way that you will have a, a healthy lifestyle. You have to be able, it's like, I like to run a lot. I'm not a, I don't run marathons, of course, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I go to the gym six days a week, I think, five to six okay. days. And that clears my mind. It's a need. It's a need. It's a need. It helps me. To, to have a healthy mind. Right. It helps me to clean my mind to from stress, from toxic or toxic stress. Right. And stress, having a, a measure of stress is actually good for you. But there is a type of stress that is called distress that's toxic for you. Mm. Because a, a, an amount, a certain measure of stress is good. Because it helps you focus, it helps you to perform better, but excessive is not good. And how do we cope, cope with that negative stress? Exercise. Developing healthy, healthy, uh, a healthy lifestyle habit, habits. Healthy lifestyle habits. Diet. Mindfulness. What is mindfulness? Mindfulness is not from the devil. What is that? It's just being in the present how do you practice that go outside for example and practice deep breathing so just to conclude with your with uh, with this answer i think perseverance is perse being able to persevere to be disciplined to be determined to fight your battles 
to fight to have a healthy lifestyle is needed in these days. Don't look for a quick fix. Fight to have discipline, to have a long-term benefit in your soul and body. No, that's that's excellent. I know for myself, I have discipline in so many different things uh, professionally, but for some reason around exercise, I just can't find the discipline. I'll be great for you know weeks at a time, and then I'll get busy and fall back out. And so that has been my goal this year. Is Lord help me to be disciplined uh, with exercise because I know it's the right thing to do. It's the healthy thing to do, and I need to do it. So I am taking that for myself and say, Lord, I need help. <laughs> <laughs> and being disciplined exercise. Um, this has been an awesome um, discussion, and I know it's only the surface of what you can actually discuss around this subject, so it will not be the last time um, that we talk about it because it's something that is uh, dear to my heart in terms of seeing so many people in Christendom struggling uh, in how they live and with the self-medicating, and sometimes it's not even just pills, but just living lifestyles that are just uh, not the best and how we can come alongside to encourage our brothers and sisters in Christ, particularly leaders in living a life that's exceptional, that is free, free of all these distractions and areas that the enemy uh, wants to deter and destroy us in um, from living our God-filled purpose. Um, so just go ahead and share closing remarks. If you'd like to um, share a prayer for those who might be listening that uh, needs uh, victory and help in some of these areas and then the best way for people to contact you. Okay. Uh, I have to say this. Uh, when we live in chronic stress, when we live in that sympathetic nervous system with fight or flight, that, that's how society lives. Yes. Unfortunately, we live in survival mode. And when we live in survival mode, that leads us to have uh, to be discouraged about life. We don't live that abundant life that Jesus wants us to have. Amen. So I'm going to pray for everybody watching this awesome podcast with Dr. Yvonne that you can learn with the guidance of the Holy Spirit Amen. to shift your mind, to renew your mind. As it says in Romans chapter 12, because God wants us to renew our minds, to have a positive Bible Christ-centered mindset. The Bible says that we have the mind of Christ. And we as believers, we say it that very easily. We say it, but we don't live it. But we don't have it. We need to go from the place of just saying things to actually working to have those things that God wants us to have, to conquer so I pray right now in the name of Jesus for everyone watching that you can have in this moment the grace of God, that God can lead you to that place of rest, 
of balance that if anyone is watching and is battling and struggling with depression, with anxiety, with psychosis, having hallucinations, maybe visual hallucinations, hearing voices, I pray for you mm -hmm. in the name of Jesus. And I say to you, it is okay to seek for help. Do not suffer in silence. I pray that the Lord will lead the right people and that you will find that people that will help you, that will love you, and that will help you to, to, to heal and to cope with whatever you're struggling right now in the name of Jesus. So thank you, Dr. Yvonne, for the invitation. It's Thank you for letting me share about the passion that God has given me with others. Thank you for allowing me to use your platform. And uh, people can find me in my uh, website, spiritandnations.com, spiritandnations.com. There is all the information about how can they find me in my Facebook page, uh, Carol Andrade, and Instagram and social media. And I have also a YouTube channel under my name, Carol Andrade. And I try to uh, post videos in there about mental health and faith. So it's a combination, it's a balance between mental health with a, a perspective of Christ, with a Bible perspective. So thank you so much for the honor. It's such a blessing. I know this podcast will bless many, many people. You are called to do this. You're called to do this. <laughs> Amen. I appreciate that. And I'm so glad for you. Thank you so much. I appreciate the encouraging words. Um, this definitely has been an uh, uh, adventure. I'm starting out and I'm honored for you to actually take time. I know you're busy and have a lot of things that you have with Apostle Marlon and uh, bring a revival to the city of Chicago. Um, so I'm thankful that you would uh, consider being the first guest and joining me um, today. Um, so thank you. Um, so that is it for our uh, session uh, today. Uh, this is actually will be a part one and part two. I'm thankful to Pastor Carol Andrade for joining us. And um, as you go through your week, I would just think about the things that have been discussed, the solutions uh, that were shared uh, as it relates to mindfulness, exercise, uh, being in the word, um, being grateful and thankful uh, to the Lord for uh, where you may be, even if things may not be perfect, but putting our confidence and our trust in him and being thankful, but definitely um, practicing these things as a part of a, a lifestyle. And so um, that is it for Live Exceptionally and Balance, Freedom and Rest this week. Um, please connect with me on my website, elici.org, E-L-I-C-I.org, to find out about upcoming events, uh, books, resources, and, and trainings. Be blessed. Thanks for joining us for Live Exceptionally with Dr. Yvonne Thompson. Each week, we'll explore the secrets to living a life that is both intentional and fulfilling. We'll talk to folks that will share about productivity, mindfulness, and self-care to learn practical tips and strategies for staying focused, managing our time, 
and finding balance within a kingdom mindset. We'll also hear from people who have made the choice to live exceptionally and learn from their experiences and insights. Connect with Dr. Yvonne by signing up at elisi.org. That's E-L-I-C-I dot org. Until next time, we're praying that you find balance and rest so you can live exceptionally.